Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, January 12, 2024, and this is day 2,123 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you, we praise you, and we glorify you and you alone. Thank you for being our Abba Father. Thank you, Lord, for providing for us even when it seems hopeless. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your precious Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into all truth and to empower us to go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for this day. I thank you, Lord, for speaking today. I pray that it will be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Let me just give you a quick update on T-Zone before we dive into the word today. Uh, We will be doing our Saturday session tomorrow, but we're going to do it via Zoom because of the extremely cold weather here in Kansas City. Uh, It is predicted to be, let's see, 10 to 20, they said, below zero with the wind chill. And just the actual temperature will be in the single digits or below zero. So we don't want to jeopardize any of our families trying to get their children to us. So we're going to do it via Zoom. Also, the other thing, we've been teaching our youth about human trafficking and uh, teaching them how to be aware, to be informed, uh, and to also spread the word. And I've shared this with you before, but this is Human Trafficking Month. Uh, And I would like to just give you some of those highlights about human trafficking. So there are 50 million people enslaved today. Human trafficking is the illegal trade of human beings. 25% of those who are being trafficked are children. This industry is $150 billion. That is what it is worth. That is what they're making on human trafficking. It is happening in nearly every country. And I've I've got a really nice brochure here uh, from the organization that we get our literature from, uh, which is called A21. I encourage you to go to their website, check it out. There's all kind of very important information that will help you to get the word out, to help you equip yourself with your own families. Uh, We have the honor of working with um, Guadalupe High School, Guadalupe Center High School. Uh, we will be uh, teaching them about human trafficking awareness, and then they're going to create a program or a project that they're going to take it to their school, to their families, and uh, share the word and make sure that they get as many people aware as they can in their community. And one of the key things that they've chosen to do is work with grade schoolers. So these high school students, there's a team of um, five of them, I believe it is, on our team. We're working together, um, communicating and coming up with a plan. They're actually laying out the plan. I'm just kind of helping to guide in whatever way I can. And they're going to take this information 
to um, their grade school, the Guadalupe Center grade school, and begin to get the younger students aware of this and what it looks like. And A21 has an amazing uh, has amazing curriculum for every age. There's a book that they have for like ages K through maybe uh, second or third grade. So we're going to use that booklet. It's like a storybook, but it lays it out in really good detail uh, in a way that a child can understand it and and it's not overload for them, but it's enough information to help them be aware and what to do when someone comes up on them. You know, it, it is really uh, uh, very beautifully laid out. So we're working together to do this. Uh, I want to just also let you know that uh, traffickers go after the vulnerable. Um, they exploit them and then they turn and they re-victimize them. There are more people enslaved in the world today than ever before in history. Every day, millions of vulnerable people are exploited through force, fraud, and coercion. From false job opportunities and sex trafficking to the recruitment of forced begging and domestic servitude. The few who escape often lack the support to avoid being re-trafficked. Unless there's an intervention, the cycle will continue. One of the things that the Lord has put on our heart is to be that center eventually to create, to restore. So they have a reach rescue and restore are the major topics. So reach would be to educate and equip everyone to understand and identify and reduce the risk of human trafficking. To rescue uh, would be to partner with authorities to secure the freedom of victims and the conviction of human traffickers through programs like hotlines, child advocacy centers, identification trainings, and legal support. And then restore is where T-Zone comes in, uh, in the very near future to, uh, and we're doing it now, um, you know, by creating awareness, but it empowers survivors of human trafficking on their unique journey toward restoration and independence through programs like holistic aftercare, safe accommodations, and relocation services. So that's one of the areas that the Lord has put on our heart. Uh, one of the things you can do is continue to educate yourself and your families and begin to share it in your churches, uh, in your social groups, uh, letting people, making them aware. Uh, did you know that the Super Bowl is the number one uh, human trafficking uh, arena? Uh, and then with the, uh, I think it's the World Cup or something that's coming here to Kansas City, that's another big um, umbrella where people go to traffic people. So we need to be aware more than ever and we need to um, get the knowledge that we need to help to uh, eradicate human slavery. All right. So that's one of that's the one main thing I want to get out to you today about what we're doing at T-Zone. So let's get into the word. Today's message is blessed in unexpected ways. Yes, blessed in unexpected ways. And we're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 7, verses 11 through 17. Luke 7, verses 11 through 17. Prior to this, Jesus healed a centurion, um, uh, Roman centurion's 
servant and he did it in the most miraculous way. He didn't even have to go there, but he healed them. Uh, and went, because of the faith of the, the Roman, uh, the centurion Roman army officer, his faith, uh, Jesus told him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel, even the people that were around him didn't have that kind of faith. So we go from there to verse 11, and it says, Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, Don't cry. Look at the compassion our Lord shows. Uh, I mean, it, it's just um, it's such a blessing to know that our Lord and Savior has this great compassion for all of us. He's, then it says, Then he went up and touched the bear, which is kind of like... Um, a bed that they are or a or a uh, flat thing that they carry either the casket on or the body on uh and and so he touched it and let me get to where i was here he touched it and uh the bear they were carrying him on and the bearer stood still so those are the ones holding it he said young man I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. I don't know about you, but if I was in that crowd and saw that dead man raise up and start talking, I think I probably would have passed out <laughs> because that is absolutely a miracle of God. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. And he was more than a great prophet. Jesus was God himself. They weren't aware of that yet, though. Isn't that, that is just so awesome. So, point number one. Once while at my old church on 21st and Prospect, we, we had a gas bill that was close to $4,000. <laughs> and and this was more than one month's bill. You know, it might have been two or two and a half months, but it wasn't out. It wasn't that many months because being a commercial building, uh, they charge more for commercial facilities, and which is really uh, beyond me. Um, so we didn't have the money. And uh, since we were more of an outreach church, uh, we did not have many regular people who paid tithes. There was just a handful of us. And most of the people we served needed help with food, clothing, connection to resources, drug rehab, um, assistance, etc. So all of the money brought in was immediately used for the people and to pay our bills. The blessing, one of the blessings was that the, our church was fully paid for. 
My stepdad made sure of that before he transitioned to be with the Lord. He always told my mother, don't take out a loan against the church. Don't sell it, you know, and all those things. But the church was paid for, so we had no mortgage. The Lord made a way for us to pay that bill in full through a dented gate or fence. Yes, you heard me. (laughs) A truck hit my mother's wrought iron gate. Uh, Actually, it was her fence. Uh, around her house. So coming down an alley in the back of her house, this big truck uh, hit her uh, rod iron gate. And this rod iron gate is, is extremely huge and it, and it goes all the way around her house and her property. And he may have hit about maybe six to eight prongs of the gate uh, of the fence. And uh Anyway, and the insurance company came out, looked at it, and immediately gave her a check for $4,000 to repair it. The Lord told her to use that money for the gas bill, and she did. And God made a way for her to get her fence repaired later, uh, you know, that year. She was able to still get the fence paid for and repaired. And we were immediately able to get that gas bill paid so that our gas was not turned off at the church so that we can continue doing the work that God had given us to do. Isn't that amazing how God will do things? And and it wasn't, the gas bill wasn't exactly 4000 but the Lord told my mother to give all of it. And she did. And I would say a year later, the Lord blessed her with over $100,000 through a whole nother situation that had taken place. Now that was an unexpected blessing, and it was in an unexpected way. (laughs) Uh, The method to take care of this debt was miraculous. That's how our Lord does things. Are you in a situation that seems hopeless? God specializes in bringing hope out of tragedy. Point number two, this widow's situation was serious. She had lost her husband and now her only son had died. Her last means of support, the crowd of mourners would go home and she would be left penniless and alone unless a relative came to her aid, um, to her aid. Her future was bleak. And as a widow, You know, and especially a widow without any sons, you were literally left in stark poverty because the son, if you had a son, he would be the one to work to provide for you uh, once that husband dies. She would be an easy prey for swindlers and she would likely be reduced to begging for food. Oh, but the great love and compassion the Lord has for us was certainly manifested upon this dear woman. When Jesus raised her son from the dead, (laughs) this same gift is available to us. You see, we who are not saved are like the dead son, being dead in our sin. We could do nothing to help ourselves. We couldn't even ask for help, but God had compassion upon us and sent his son, his only son, Jesus Christ, to die upon that cross 
and raise up from the dead. Victorious over death, over hell, and uh, over death, hell, and the grave. And to so he could literally raise us up to life through the amazing gift of salvation. Isn't that awesome? That's how much God loves us. Just as he shows the compassion here for this woman, he shows it to us each and every day. It is up to us to accept it. I'll never forget three years ago when the Lord put on my heart to start T-Zone. And I had no money <laughs> to start it. I was going to write a grant. Uh, and, and even prior to that, we needed to get our church ready to start having the classes. And there were lots of painting to be done. We need to, someone blessed us with uh, air conditioning and, and unit, a, a new unit that was used for them, but it was still in very good shape. Um, it's like one of my spiritual sons, Henry, uh, blessed us with it as they were um, getting their space redone and, and installing new heating and cooling equipment. He asked us if we wanted that. Isn't that, isn't that a blessing? And so we had it and we were waiting until time to put it in. And this was the time to install it. Then we needed to uh, get the church uh, up to grade and up to par uh, to make sure, you know, that it was safe, uh, putting in, you know, new lighting and all these different things, and new electrical outlets. Well, we didn't have the funds. And I'll never forget one of my good friends, uh, she called me one day and or he texted me and said, hey, can you come over? I want, I have something I need to give you. And I'm like, okay. And I said, can I come over on Saturday? I think it was. And my granddaughter and I went to her house on that Saturday and she gives me this envelope. And uh, that was my friend, Judy. Uh, and she gives me this envelope and I, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. I said, can I open it? And she said, sure. And I opened it and it was a check for $20,000. I about passed out. And I thought, why are you giving me this? I was just asking her all kinds of questions. And she said, because, um, you know, something to the fact that this is what the Lord has given me to do. And, uh, and for you to take it and use it in the way you need to use it. And I just was speechless. And, you know, I, after that, opened a bank account for T under T-Zone's name, deposited the check. Um, and we were able to use that money to get uh, things up to, up to code, get that heating and air, new heating and air conditioning unit put in, painted the, the classrooms and so many things that, that God blessed us to do. Don't tell me God won't make a way. He will, but he'll do it in the most unexpected ways many times. So don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't get discouraged. Continue to do what he's called you to do. Continue working on the plans that he's given you because he is going to come through for you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. These, the angels that God has dispatched for all of us, those amazing messengers, they are rejoicing right now because of you.
<laughs> Glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects, teaching them how to do these minor household repairs. And we thank you so, so much for all you do for us, for your support and your prayers and your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.